Pro Football Playbook, presented by the Pigskin Podcast Network, your source for team news, draft needs, player profiles and rankings, full senior bowl, combine, and NFL draft coverage, news, analysis, discussion. It's in the playbook. Now, here is your host, sports journalist Bill Alpstead, and featured analyst Keith Myers. NFL fans, welcome into the Pro Football Playbook. I'm your host, Bill Alfstead, sitting down with Keith Myers. Welcome into the show, Keith. Yeah, um, it was yet another really weird and interesting week in the NFL. So um, we should week, run through that. Uh, yeah, week 11. I and know. we're heading into Thanksgiving weekend. Got a whole series of Thanksgiving games, three games this year on uh, Thursday, so that'll be fun. But before we get to that, let's figure out, yeah, the week that was. Um, starting with that Saints and Eagles game, 40-29. to 29, Jalen Hurts runs for three touchdowns. The Eagles are looking pretty good. The Saints are, are, are diminishing. They are. I mean, and that's not to be unexpected with, uh, you know, their quarterback goes down, and now they're playing, you know, they're just running back up out there. And, and it was a team that was going to lack depth from the beginning just simply because of the, the salary cap mess that they were in um, coming, you know, at the beginning of the off season, they really had to fix that. I thought they were, the fact that they were good and competitive says a lot about their front office and coaching staff, but you know, you lose your quarterback, you don't have a lot of depth. Eventually it starts to fall apart. Yeah. And 242 yards rushing for the Eagles in that game. I mean, that's, that's just taking it to them. How about the, the Panthers? falling to the Washington football club. Uh, the Panthers were kind of coming on. Cam Newton's there. He p- didn't play bad, but Washington just played pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. Tyler Henneke, uh played well. Antonio Gibson played well. Terry McLaren, obviously, playing well. Um, the Colts, 41 against the Bills at 15 points. Jonathan Taylor. Oh, my goodness, Jonathan Taylor. So he had a ton of yards rushing, five touchdowns like clear-cut offensive player of the week this week, Jonathan. Oh, yeah. Jonathan Taylor had a, had a monster game. Um, and it's, you know, it's been weird. He's a guy that, you know, you expect big things from every week, and sometimes you get him, and every once in a while he just gets kind of shut out. It's like they, he keep, the offensive uh, play caller there kind of forgets they've got this huge weapon. And um, it it's a little bit weird. I'm sure it's frustrating for fantasy owners out there, but – when they he's given a chance, man, he's just running people over this year. Yeah. And how about the Titans falling to the Texans in one of the most yeah. surprising games? But you know what? When your quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, throws four interceptions in the game, you're gonna lose. Yeah, that's that. I mean, that's an that's an unacceptable like result for the Titans. And an ugly they, game. Ugly game. It was an ugly game. It wasn't much fun to watch. You've got the Texans aren't a good football team. They don't have a lot of talent. And the only way that they win games is when, you know, the opposing quarterback decides to throw gives, four interceptions. Yeah, gives, gives them away, yeah. And it wasn't like great plays by the Texan cornerbacks. It was just really dumb throws by Ryan Tannehill. So you mentioned a fun game to watch. The funnest game to watch in the in the NFL in Week Eleven was that Packers Vikings game. Oh my God, that game was amazing. That, yeah, that, especially the end. It was just fun. crazy. No, the yeah. game was so fun. Just, the the lead kept changing hands, you know, late, and 
um, yeah, I mean, I, there, there's this, what else can you say about the fact that that game was so much fun? Um, you know, you, you felt like, okay, the, the Vikings had it and then one play, you know, yeah. Rogers throws that, that one, um, that, you know, that one long post pattern and boom, they're, Packers are, you know, got the lead, and then the Vikings have to come back and. and you and I were, get you and I were texting back and forth in that game, and I was like, I think the Packers are going to come back, and like, you know, six plays later, boom, they were in. So, but the Vikings won this game, thirty-four yeah, to thirty-one on on a field goal, which they just haven't been able to do. So I was just thinking, this would just be total Viking football if he missed this, and but no, he broke that thing and yes. um, had a couple other game winners this year. So maybe that's. That trend is um, is going away, but the Vikings really needed that game to kind of stay in contention. We're going to talk about playoff implications um, in the second half of this thing as we kind of run through uh, playoff scenarios. When you and, look at you look at at the Vikings that are are rising and the Saints that are dropping, and you kind of see that's you know that's where the the transition yeah. is happening. The Vikings look like a playoff team now, and the Saints yeah. look like they're going to end up falling out of it. And the 49ers keep winning, too. It's just kind of crazy. But the 49ers had 30 on the Jaguars, uh, 10. The Browns squeaked out a victory. The The Browns are kind of diminishing, but they, they ended up getting a win here that was kind of critical for them against the Lions. Chubb had 130 yards in that game. Dolphins over the Jets in a game of uh, irrelevant teams, <laughs> 24 to 17. Although I'll uh, tell, you, tell you, the the Dolphins at four wins. I know, um, right? Is that a, they would be already, a contender in the NFC or the NFC in, in the NFC? They absolutely would. <laughs> yeah. um, but at four wins, they are, you know, they're probably two wins greater than I think a lot of people expected from them. So um, they keep winning. You know, they're going to yeah. end up um, they're going to end up playing their way out of contention for a quarterback. One of the most competitive games of the week was the Steelers. Uh, 37 points against the Chargers, 41 points. Justin mm-hmm. Hubert in that game again came back and had the winning touchdown in that game, giving him five comebacks in a single season so far. Just outstanding play um, from Justin Hubert in that game. Uh, yeah, the Ravens. He, he continues to play. Re- he continues to play really well. Yeah, um, and they're and- he's keeping them in the playoff race single-handedly. Yeah. I think. Yeah, because the defense just isn't playing well. You can run on the Chargers pretty easily. And so that's, you know, you get the Steelers in there. That's kind of what you expect is is for a team to kind of run up the, you know, the score that way. The Steelers hung 27 points on the Chargers in just the fourth quarter. And and they still and, couldn't. And the Pittsburgh doesn't really, really have an offense. So that's just, I know. that was kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, Ravens squeaked out one without Lamar Jackson, out with a respiratory illness. Uh, Huntley was their quarterback, scored 16 points. That was just enough to get by the struggling and inept Chicago Bears at 13 mm-hmm. points. Justin Fields was hurt in that game. Andy Dalton came and played the rest of that. The Bengals, 32. Raiders, 13. The The other game Man, the was... Raiders, the Raiders are just falling apart. They've lost they, three they straight. Um, and I don't... Yeah. You know, I, I hate like they they were playing good at the beginning of the year. The whole Gruden mess happened. They won, um, you know, a game after that. And you're like, okay, well maybe they can keep it going. And they're just falling apart. It's really sad to see because I thought they were going to be better than better than this this year. So the Chiefs uh, got past the the Cowboys nineteen to um, nine. 
How's and that for a, a, an unexpected yeah, result? Yeah, on the road too. And that was um that was yeah. a, that was a hard one fought game by the Chiefs. Two, I was really two impressed. Really, there. Two really good offenses. Um, the Chiefs' defense at times has been just terrible, um, although they've been better at other times. Um, and yet, then you get like very few points scored in the game. It was it was a surprising result to me. I expected that game to be like you know thirty one twenty seven, and it could have gone yeah. either way. And the Patriots got by the Falcons twenty five to nothing. Also put them in in first place, um, getting over the Bills, which are you know falling apart a little bit um, okay right now we should, we should talk about that what is going on with the bills they they were Josh the class, not playing very well they were the class of the afc coming into the year the first five or six games they looked like the class of the afc just period. and they should be period and they You're should right. be there they're, they have the talent to and then all of a sudden they're just falling apart and josh allen looks like he did as a rookie jesus lost at times and how about I, the patriots you got to give a little bit of credit to the patriots at seven oh, i had no idea that they would be competitive this year i thought it well, would take the, them a little bit and at the start of the year they didn't look like they were going to be competitive it looked like they were still a year away but you know i know that Mac, a lot of Mac people Jones playing a lot of people um have kind of fallen off the the bill belichick train since he had to rebuild after brady left but he's still the best coach in the nfl let's let's not let's not kid ourselves he still is he's got that team playing really well so let's let's take a look at the afc playoff picture and start with the division leaders uh tennessee at eight and three best record in the afc um baltimore seven and three new england seven and four and kansas city at seven and four now um, regaining control of their division um which which looks interesting with the Chargers, but Kansas City's probably the more experienced team, more playoff oh, yeah. kind of um, battle tested, and we'll see how that goes down the stretch. Um, but the Titans losing, I think, to the the Texans opened the door for the other three division leaders in the AFC huh, for home field advantage a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, with the seven, you know, you got seven uh, win teams there, three of them um, competing for that. So we'll see how Tennessee does down the stretch. Um, and the Titans in Week 12 also visit the um, the New England Patriots, so that'll be a that'll be a great game. What's interesting about uh, the AFC, and I know we said this last week too, but you you go down to the 12th team in the mm-hmm. league, and you get to the the Denver, Denver Broncos. Broncos that are five and five. Yes, that is 12 deep of, of 500 or better. Um, and seven teams get in, and the seventh team is has only got six wins. So they're yeah. Denver's just literally one game back. Yeah. And so you're you're looking at, I mean, that's just a lot of teams that are that are kind of bunched yeah. in there because you know the 12th best team has five wins. That's that's Denver. And the number two team has seven. So there's only two games separating um two from twelve. And let's go through the like five through ten. So Cincinnati is at six and four. They're the fifth ranked team right now. Uh, the Chargers are six and four. They're the second place team in the AFC West. Buffalo, second place team in the East, six and four. Pittsburgh at five, four and one is just hanging in there. Indianapolis is surging at six and five. Cleveland is struggling at six and five. Las Vegas, I think, is falling off at five and five. Denver, I think, will probably. It's just going to be too competitive, I think, for Denver to rise all the way up. And then Miami at four and seven closes that list out. Um, let me see here. 
I think that's, you know, in the NFC, um, we can go over to the NFC and talk, talk about the NFC a little bit. Um, division leaders, Arizona, closing out mm-hmm. Seattle's hopes, I think, um, in the yeah. AFC West and in the NFC in general. That team's just really fallen off. Arizona moves to nine and two and in command of home field advantage right now uh, in the NF- NFC. I think there were a lot of folks out there originally talking about Arizona being sneaking into the, maybe the, like a third place in their own division to get a wild card spot. Um, and now they're in command of the whole thing. What's going on in Arizona, Keith? Well, I mean, what's going on with Arizona is, is um, you know, they were, they were playing really well at the start of the year, and then they've managed to time it right. And when their quarterback goes down for an injury, um, they play some bad teams. And you're able to go out and and, and get some some wins behind Colt McCoy. Uh, and then Colt get, McCoy had a statistically outstanding game. Yeah, the, but he was, play, he was playing against a really bad defense. Um, and, but it's Colt McCoy. We know what Colt McCoy is. Um they're going to get uh, Murray back. They thought they were going to get him back this this week, uh, or you know, this last week, but they, they should get him yep. back this coming week. And they, um, well, they go into a bye, and so they'll well, yeah, have so an extra you know, week. So the bye, and then they'll come back. But they'll, they're they going to get their best players back. And they were able to For get the some, stretch. I, yeah, I, they, were able right. to get some, they were able to get some wins, keep keep pace, you know, stay ahead of Green Bay, um, you know, without Murray and, and Hopkins. And now they're going to get those guys back and they're going to be ready to go on a run. Like this is a team that that's super dangerous and has to be considered. And an improving, improving defense in the toughest yeah. division or what was the toughest division coming into the season, the a- uh, NFC West. Um, yeah. So fun, fun times in the yeah, NFC. The, yeah. This, it, we thought that was going to be a great division, but Seattle has been bad and the 49ers have been bad. Um, yes. with the, they, the, I mean, they've managed to get up to 500 uh, at five and five, but mostly just by beating really bad teams like the, yes. like the Jaguars. So, Jaguars last week. Um, yeah. Let's see them go out and actually beat a team that has, you know, a winning record before we really um, give them too much credit. I mean, they, their strength of victory is only 343. That's the average um, winning percentage of the teams they've beat. Um, and so, yeah, it's one of the weakest strength of victories that you're going to find. But in this uh, in this year, they're competing with teams. Well, we'll talk about the teams that are not division leaders in just a second. Green Bay at eight and three. They dropped ones to the to the Vikings there that that dropped them down in the home field advantage category there uh, mm-hmm. in the NFC. Dallas at seven and three dropped their game against the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay. I think dropped their game right. I can't. No, I can't they're remember. they're actually. They're actually playing while we record. This oh, okay. The, 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 they're okay. Gotcha. They're playing, playing the Giants, and they're at six and three, likely to probably win that game. Um, let's see. How about let's go through the wild card race? Well, so, so it's, it's got to start with the Rams, who are in the five spot. They're seven and three. They're they're a game and a half back of Arizona. Um, they haven't been playing as well recently. Their strength of victory is also. Um, week which suggests that maybe they're not as good as everyone thought they were um especially since they haven't been playing well recently but they've got a ton of talent and if they put it together they're as dangerous as anybody so uh, i and agree with that and they're two games uh, better than this than the sixth seed which is yeah there's the there's i think definitely no question the los angeles rams are in it's a question of can they overtake arizona to get back on top of the division and 
put themselves in the hunt for that NFC home field advantage, or are they going to be one of the wild card teams? Well, they're um, a game. They're a game and a half back. They have one more game against Arizona. They already beat Arizona once this year. So yes, um, if they come out and 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 you know win that head to head, it essentially closes the gap, and they get the tiebreaker over them. So um, it's not Arizona's division at this point. We can't just get can't just um, you know write them in pen as, as as you know the division winner there. The Rams are right behind them. Minnesota at, at the sixth seed currently at five and five. Um, they're so, a rising team. They're a team yeah, they are a rising team. And they I, didn't, you know, that they didn't game against, the, go ahead. I was say they didn't start the year very well, but with the, when the games that they lost, um, at one point they had lost three games by a combined four points. Um, and so, or it was a combined five points, but it was, they, they lost a couple of, of close, very Vikings like games where, you know, missed field goal here and there ends up sneaking them. Um, but they're a better team than I think their record, uh, would indicate at five and five. And they're a team that at recently, the last couple of games, um, they beat some good teams. I mean, they went on, they went and, and beat, uh, Green Bay this week. So, and you could say out there. of the five win teams that are vying for two playoff spots, there might be the best team on this list yeah. that we're going to talk about. I think so easily they're the best team on this New list. New Orleans at five and five, but they're falling. Yeah, they lost their quarterback. They their their depth issues are are starting to um and their defense their is starting head. to weaken because yep. of that. Mm-hmm. And then the 49ers at four, yeah, five and five. They're five and five about the forty ers They haven't as, beat anyone. But they, I mean they could get into the seventh seed. They could. You know. Um I mean, they they absolutely could just because of of the weakness of the NFC. That um, you know, there's a, the top five teams, and then there's a chunk of teams at 500 or just below. And you know, the 49ers are a team that's going to be 500 or just below. So, pick you know, pick up a win here or there, and they could sneak in as the seventh seed. But I think um, in a in a diminished NFC this year, a team like Philadelphia, who I think a lot of folks did not expect to be competitive this year are turning out to be, you know, at 500 and seemingly improving a little bit at mm-hmm. 500 um, and on and rising. They have an opportunity right now, although listed at ninth in the conference are, are, you know, statistically right there and within a game to just really kind of jump and get in front of everybody. And um, I, it's this, this will be the fascinating race to me um is all these five win teams like yeah. i know it sounds weird well, out there when you're talking Carolina. about yeah <laughs> mediocrity but well and i was going to get to that that they're five and six and they have cam mm-hmm. newton now they did play okay in that loss it wasn't like a horrendous um situation for them uh that's a team that you can look at now that's that's maybe ascending so it'll be very interesting yeah. very competitive yeah, they, they started out three and oh against three of the doormats of the nfl um, and then kind of went on a tailspin and, you know, that resulted in Cam Newton, you know, returned to Carolina and, and leading them to a win a week ago. And then, you know, this last week, they, they kind of came back down to earth. I thought they had a chance to win that game, but they couldn't pull it out. Um, but I don't really, I still don't know what to expect from them. Um, they just aren't. There's nothing just, special on that team. It, I mean, their defense is good, but. I don't know. I guess yeah. I, I, but they're a team that you know, based on their schedule, I could see them getting in as, as that seven seed yeah. fairly, 
Is there anybody in the in this bottom dweller list that has a chance to rise up? Washington at four and six, Atlanta at four and six, the Giants at three and six, Chicago three and seven, and surprisingly, Seattle at three and seven, um, one of the worst teams in the NFL right now. Well, the the Seahawks are in fifteenth out of sixteen um, NFC teams, so I think at this point we need to um, you know close that door, which it's it's just weird. That's a team that has been so steadily this early uh, too to a, say a that this is before team. December. We're literally saying that out loud that Seattle yeah. is virtually eliminated from the playoffs. It, I mean, technically, it was about one one game away, one loss away, I think, from being just. Out. Yeah, mathematically, yeah. Uh, it, it, it was kind of the same way last year with the Patriots, right? Where you're just so used to being like, well, of course they're going to sneak in, even if even if they're not, they're having a down year, they're going to get into the playoffs. Um, well, I don't think that's going to happen. They're three and seven, and they don't look good. So, um, I mean, the Bears. Yeah, I mean, the, what's what's going on with so. with Seattle, Keith? I mean, we're we're familiar with Seattle. Let's let's share that with. With everyone well, else out there, what do you think is happening with a Seattle team that's at three and seven right now? There's a lot of speculation out there that Russell Wilson's, you know, not 100 percent with his finger. That the coaching staff well, is over the hill and and don't know how to call plays. The list goes on and on and on. What are you seeing? Well, I mean, he there is a problem with Russell Wilson and his finger. He has to wear that splint. He's throwing. He he's missing a lot of receivers by throwing it over their head. Um, cause he, he's just not, he's just overthrowing things, but the bigger problem is he just can't read the field right now. He looks lost and, and somewhat rusty. It's like the game's moving too fast for him. Uh, it wasn't, at the beginning it doesn't of the help year. that he's not getting any protection. Uh, yeah, he's not. It's, but the offense just looks, it's just, it's a mess. Their, their running backs are hurt. Their offensive line is terrible. Um, and you know, with Wilson, not reading the field as quickly as he needs to it just nothing is working um offensively for them and you're not going to win games if you can't score points and especially their and you're not going to win yeah you're not going to win games when your defense is on the field for 40 minutes each game either yeah and their and their defense their defense isn't great there was some like hope that oh, maybe they're improving but no they're not um so it really comes down to that's just not a good football team this year now they, i do expect russell wilson to you know it for the light to click back on because he's russell wilson he's been one of the best quarterbacks in the nfl for a, almost a decade now um but and once it does sure the offense will do great but that's going to be too late i mean the, the, the season's already over at three and seven and now a word from our sponsor DraftKings. Football fans, who's ready to score some free bets? Now you can when you bet on any NFL game this week with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets. When a team scores, you score. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet $1 on either team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 
Must be 21 and older, New Jersey, Indiana, and Pennsylvania only. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So getting back to the playoffs a little bit, you know, the, the one team that I think has an opportunity to rise up a little bit is maybe the, the Eagles. They did beat, you know, the mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara-less New Orleans Saints without a quarterback as well. Um, and then the, the Washington football team beat the, the Carolina Panthers, but uh, Philadelphia holds the head-to-head wins over the, over the Falcons, Panthers, and Saints and still has to play Washington twice. So that's a team that has an opportunity if they grab it to get mm-hmm. up and snag one of, those, um, one of those playoff spots. One of the things that's interesting about, about the New Orleans Saints is, I mean, they're, they're, they're trending downward because of the injuries and you know they they lost their their quarterback in, in James Winston and and Kamara's hurt now and they just don't have um a lot left you know Michael Thomas was lost before the end of the se- before the start of the season um but then you look at their strength of victory and their strength of victory is like i think the best in the NFL at uh 549 so they've beaten yeah. good and so they're teams. tested yeah and that really does make a difference down the stretch at, you know and in the playoffs yeah. um another they've, team to keep track of is minnesota mm-hmm. you know by by eking out this win this i think put one minnesota in kind of a, a great position for the fifth or uh sixth or seventh seed mm-hmm. in the nfc um the vikings have the best nfc record among the five win teams just by virtue of all of the um, tiebreakers and they still have three games left against the bears and the lions so so yeah that, that's to me is that like, should be that should be three wins, but it's also the Vikings, so it'll be two wins because of a missed field goal. Um, <laughs> sorry, Minnesota fans. Um, you know it's true. Uh, uh, it should, it, but it. Should I be think they've licked that this year. I really do. I you mean, know, he, he does have three game-winning field goals this oh, year. Oh, and here's the thing: is is they I, they have and they have. This is a team, like I said, they and they play. They the, are, I, They play the 49ers this week. Yeah, they're they're stadium. A, so that's a chance a better, to kind of separate. They're a better team than their record, I believe. Um, and you know, the jokes kind of write themselves, but they're this is they're a good team. Um, the five and five record, there's a lot of really close losses that could have gone either way um in those five losses. So um I'm I'm very And like, when you beat a, a team like Green Bay um who's going to be in the playoffs who's going mm-hmm. to be a contender everybody knows that they're going to be there and when you have that kind of win in, in your back pocket it really does give you a little bit of confidence going in especially if you need to face those guys down the stretch mm-hmm. um i'm gonna say that let's get out of here i'm gonna it's say thanks it's thanksgiving yep. week thanksgiving yeah happy yep. thanksgiving everybody really enjoy um having the new show new studio um same old guests that i'm used to or i mean co-host <laughs> Mr. Keith Myers. Um, so, but nothing bad to say about Keith. I wish you the very best of Thanksgiving as well and your family, lovely family, all that good stuff. Um, and we'll be back later this week, though, if you want to come join us again um, as we work on the NFC, not the NFC, the NFL draft side of the show. We're going to come back and do that. And we're going to talk about. Um, the playoff seedings in the college football um, world and find out where everyone's at, what where the seedings are at, uh, how those look like, 
national championship game, playoff games, all that kind of stuff. That'll be kind of a fun show to, to talk about as we get right next to Thanksgiving. So until next time, you're going to follow Keith at Myers NFL. I'm at Albstead NFL. The show is at PF underscore playbook on Twitter. You're going to go to Pro Football Playbook on our website, uh, profootballplaybook.co, and find us on your favorite podcast app by just searching for us and also on YouTube. And remember to subscribe. That would be great. So we'll see you next time. And uh, if you're learning about it in the NFL, it's going to be in the playbook. Thanks for listening to the Pro Football Playbook Podcast. Follow Keith at Myers NFL. Bill is at Altstead NFL. The show is at PF underscore playbook. Listen and subscribe on your favorite podcast app or YouTube and at our website, profootballplaybook.co. 